Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are still working our way through the chakras. <laughs> Isn't that fun? And today I want to do kind of an overview of what's yet to come um, in regards to the upper chakras. I hope you garner a lot of new information or really solidify what you already know um, with our time together. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. I want to remind you that what I share is from my experience in working with the chakra system throughout various points in my life, but also especially when I'm doing energy healing work on people, where I put my hands or where I set my intention and attention to gather information off of their energy field. So um, what you know might be different than what I know, but uh, take what you will, leave the rest, and um, hopefully we'll have a really nice time together regardless. <laughs> As you know, our chakras are part of our complex energy system. They are spinning vortices of life force energy, and they are located throughout our auric field and our physical body. They emanate out of the body front and back. And I often, like I said, use them in my healing practice to kind of ascertain what people are going through, where there might be blocks or uh, disgruntled energy or upsets or maybe even powerful chakras that are spinning beautifully and comfortably can give me information based on what the person's soul brought into this incarnation. Once I get through this entire <laughs> journey of the chakras, I'm going to give you some guided meditations where you can check and you know, the pulse and energy of your various chakras and teach you some meditation techniques and visualization techniques that I use in my own practice and in teaching students. We've already discussed the um, earth chakra, which I feel is important to work with because it is our it is how our energy field connects and grounds into the earth. It extends beyond the uh, feet in out of the body. Can you tell I'm like <laughs> going really slow because I'm working with this guide, of course, and I'm going, okay, am I supposed to say what you're saying word for word? And sometimes it's a yes. And then sometimes it's a, you're on your own. Remember your, you know, your cliff notes and spirit realm. So I'm like, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, but the major chakras that sit within the body, right? Physical, those tend to, they, they do, they don't tend to anything. They sit over major glands and organs and they have, um, various um, life aspects that they're related to, as well as vibrational frequencies and colors associated with them. The same is true for the upper chakras. The crown chakra, which we'll get to next, is definitely still within the mostly within the energy field of the physical body and does address some of the brain. But otherwise, the upper chakras are not over major glands and organs. They definitely cover various life aspects, but I want to actually say consciousness ways of consciousness, how we experience and what we're aware of, right? And they definitely have vibrational frequencies and um, particular colors associated with them. But once you start really getting into the upper chakras, it's all brilliant light, right? It's the color of bright light. So, um, but each of those chakras still, it, it's important to make sure that there's balance in the crown chakra, definitely. But in the upper chakras, I don't know that I'd say it's about balance as much as I'd say it's about awareness and tapping into them, right? I've already um, worked with you and told you that when we're going through the 
the lower chakras, I'm going to call them the lower chakras, the um, brow chakra on down, we're really looking to like, what's the disgruntled energy there? What's out of balance and stuff like that. Um, and then how is it affecting us? How has it come on as an energetic or maybe an emotional or a mental experience that then might address affect the physical beneath and how it's important to keep the chakras in balance. But once we start getting into the upper chakras, it's really about what are you aware of? Because those have to do with um, your soul on different planes of consciousness. But before we get into that, let's have a little break and a musical interlude. And I'm back. Again, I haven't gone over the crown chakra yet, but I will. It's at the located at the top of the head and it's your link to inspiration and mysticism. It's actually in my experience of doing work on people, it's the center of intuition. So it's where claircognizance occurs. You know, when that's the real intuition. <laughs> you remember me, I'm the snob, where, um, where there's no reason behind it. You're not using the brain to process a vision or a hearing or a feeling, physical uh, sensation or emotional uh, feeling. Um, it's an intuition. It happens without any conscious, like only it's it's just claircognizance. It just hits you and you don't know how or why. It just you, It's a knowing, 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 knowing. And in my experience, that comes through the crown chakra. Beyond the crown chakra, up still, higher still, is um, I'm familiar with a, a higher self kind of chakra or a higher self-awareness. And this part, uh, the higher self, is your now it's gone beyond the crown chakra of linking to inspiration and mysticism, where you're in the higher self, you're connected to spirit. It's this interconnectedness, spiritual development, and its truths are, you know, I can find in here and source up here. You also need the higher conscious self, the higher conscious awareness to discern the, to, to, to discern the experience of your soul's experience. So when I do my work, I go into the realm of my higher conscious awareness to process the soul awareness, to process all the clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsensation. That's, I go in through that altered state of awareness. Now, don't be freaked out by altered. You too can do this. It's just setting my intention and my awareness to these other realms of experience. And it's up and through the higher self that that occurs in my, um, in my experience. Beyond the higher self is, uh, I, I find a, 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 a chakra, if you will, or an, a vibrational frequency that is related to karma, that this is where I tend to find people's karmic soul path. I can explore the Akashic records in this vibrational frequency. I can explore any karmic ties or karmic vows. We're going to get into that as I go into each of these chakras individually or these vibrational spaces, if you will. Beyond the karmic chakra, there's a cosmic chakra in my experience. It is um, a cosmic consciousness where there's a sense of unity with all and an interconnectedness of being. You're really the person that is connected to their cosmic awareness is awake to their spirit observing the body and mind activities. So it's a real pulling out the soul to see oneself in the process of living. <laughs> and then um, beyond the cosmic consciousness is 
the divine consciousness, which is divine chakra, divine consciousness. And this is existing within the realm of the true spiritual essence. It's divine consciousness. It's the presence of God within yourself and others. Also the awareness of soul and spirit within, or the spirit of plants, rocks, soul of animals. You're one with God and you're one with the cosmos in this divine consciousness awareness, in this experience. And, and, and I can pick this up on this chakra to see how people are doing. And I call it, you know, when we talk that chakras are energy vortices of light, it's our, it's our, it's the essence of our soul in, in the energetic makeup of these various, I don't know, phases, I guess spirits kind of saying. And so when you bring your attention to any one of these chakras in any one of these realms, you can see what's happening or occurring or, and you can even live from those frequencies, right? You know, a lot of people that are all heart and they live from the heart chakra and people that are more in tune with their brow chakra or they're really cerebral or whatever, you know, but you can also work up to these higher states of awareness, dwelling and experiencing connection to the divine and the divine chakra, the divine consciousness is that space. And one that I didn't mention earlier when we were going into the chakra studies is actually the enlightenment. It's, it's the state of enlightenment. It's the consciousness of, it's a state of enlightenment consciousness, um, expansion to the point where you, um, see and know the whole world as an extension of yourself, as an extension of your being. And there is an, 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 a massive, uh, connection to all that is, and it's, uh, you're vibrating at that higher frequency experience. All of these are attainable within your lifetime. And many of us have moments in each of these experiences. The goal is to actually consciously, the arrival, the goal is to arrive as living within that realm of that state of being and not dipping down <laughs> lower to lower consciousness to, to ego mind self or whatnot. So there's just a brief overcap of the different upper realm, upper level, vibrational frequencies, chakras, vortices of energy, energy experiences that are above the top of the head and the top of the head being the crown chakra. Now, why is this all so important and ripe and really juicy now? Well, in 2023 on planet earth, it's because we're, you know, we're part of a journey of humankind. And as a group, we're awakening. I think that each, each decade or each, um, each, uh, kind of, uh, time in the planet's history in, in our, our let's talk earth. <laughs> let's not talk off planet right now, but in the planet's history, right. There is opportunity for growth and soul expansion. And I believe from my experiences of working with other people and tapping into their past lives and others' lives, that many people have done countless lives, not just here on earth, but in other planes of awareness and in other spaces and in other planets or in other galaxies and solar systems. And there are many people that are being you know, called into awakening consciousness, if you will. And you've heard the term light worker. You know, this is someone that's bringing, helping to bring all good and positivity to the planet. A awakening, you know, it's, um, 
it's so that there can be a, a more harmonious existence on the planet and a real recognition that everyone is connected and you know and all that is is a part of it i i believe that there are a multitudes of spiritual perspectives that have been trying to do this forever <laughs> you know anyway so there's and masses of people that are born into those cultures that are aligning with those um uh, experiences so that they can bring that knowledge and awareness to the planet. You know, I think of the Native American tradition or the aboriginals that are just this sacred knowing and connectedness to the land and the importance of uh, humankind and the connectedness to earth and how we're just an extension of the land that we walk and live on. And so I'm going to get into that quite a bit more into the into the upper chakras but the reason why this is so important now to really consider um this part of really noticing what's happening in the other upper chakras is because more and more people are getting downloads of claircognizance where they just know like they 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 you know, you're getting that knowing of like, I need, I know I need to start doing a different vision for my life or a different way of living, or I want to explore my higher consciousness or my divine self, or I want to explore, um, soul expansion or, um, manifestation or, um, even, um, you know, just higher conscious living or the, concept of enlightenment, you know, what is that about? And because we're vibrational beings, first and foremost, we're spirit beings, these are definitely going to resonate. And it's time, right? It's time because we're on a wave of the evolution of human consciousness. You know, I've always said that um, the world would be a much better place if people listen to their own soul awareness. That's why I teach all that I know. And I think that part of that is that waking up of human consciousness. We're coming into a new age of enlightenment, if you will, in my opinion, and light workers are here to help. You know, there's many people that um, think that light workers are only those that are, you know, gifted psychics or medium. I hate that word gifted, but I'm going to use it anyway, or gifted healers or gifted whatever. I, no, we're all, <laughs> we're all called to be light workers. We're all called to bring that state of enlightenment, that state of interconnectedness and that divine consciousness to any type of work that we do. I told you about the electrician that came into my house and was like, of course you're grounding the energy and your energy is so beautifully moving through someone's home and running wires and electricity because the soul was just phenomenal. And I, I told you about a interior painter that was the same, totally bodhisattva energy. And I'm like, great. You know, these are the light workers too. And so it's really important that if this resonates with you, that you 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 recognize when your your soul is crying and calling and noticing the uh, discrepancies on the planet and the injustices. And there's a reason for that. And you know, and it, and it is noticing and knowing what you can do, and knowing that even you working on your own spiritual self is going to be a beacon of light into the world. So you know, when you're a, a when you're a connected on a soul level to all that is. And each realm and each being on earth, this will change how you interact with your environment, right? And it will change how others perceive you and interact. And I just encourage you to have the courage to be magnanimously you. This is why, in my opinion, a lot of the empaths are really 
coming into their own. You know, these are people of the heart. And I hope those of you that have kids or are interacting with little people or youngsters that are really sensitive or empathically attuned or astute, that you work with that, um, work with them to honor it and hone it and recognize it. And, you know, remember back the auric workshops that I did early on in the podcast episodes that were about auric fields and, you know, knowing when you need to pull in your aura and expand it all those skills are going to be helpful for empath empaths and you know because their frequency and those of you that tap into your empathic state or allow yourself to be vulnerable in that place to really connect with others whether they're human or animal or plant or planet um the, the, allowing yourself that vulnerable space allows you to crack your heart wide open and it you, it does um kind of shatter your 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 um, spirit showing me like a, an armor, if you will. You know, sometimes we grow up having to throw on armor, <laughs> shields and stuff like that. And it's really about moving into the heart energy, right? Because as we move into the space of the heart and as we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and present to others and especially to ourselves so that we can kind of work through our traumas or our fears or our insecurities or what's holding us back or what's stopping us, stuff like that, and move into the space that is true and right in our heart. Then all of a sudden, as you move more into that space of um, heartfelt knowing and truth, you then there's a natural flow that then happens moving into these other states of consciousness, these other um, levels of the upper chakras moving into that place of interconnectedness to all that is interconnectedness, but with the higher self connection to spirit, you know, um, recognizing that we are all one. And this is, um, really what we're meant to do is to, you know, bring heaven to earth, if you will, living from the divine self. I've mentioned it before. I'm going to definitely mention it more and get you to know what I mean by that. Um, as time goes on together in the various episodes that I am going to post up, um, and the divine self is, it's about really consciously living from that space, right? And stepping into that way of being and interrelating and coexisting. And, and it is about the divine self. It is about knowing, uh, you know, functioning from that higher frequency and that higher truth and that higher knowing and that, and the interaction. And it is a tall order. That's why sometimes we get glimpses of it in this life. And we're like, wow, that, you know, I was able to see, you know, say, God, show me, let me look through your eyes. What do you see with this person that I'm having issue with? And then you're broken, right? Because when you look through God's eyes, if you will, or the cosmos eyes or the knowing of the universe, you are able to see all of them completely and not just the part that's sticky for you and you're able to accept them more. I don't mean to spiritually whitewash some things, you know, you don't, we're going to address spiritually whitewashing where um, you just move into the love rainbow and you forgive everyone. You know, there, I don't want to negate anyone's healing process. So don't think that I'm just saying it is a conscious state of being and I'm not going to deny it. And so when you begin to step into that, way of being, uh, you know, that's why the spiritual masters were able to be so scorned and, and still love <laughs> completely. Right. Um, so when you step into that way of being and interrelating and coexisting, your soul expansion, not only is about you, it's, it, it becomes, uh, you know, kind of a, 
a frequency that you vibrate and and it resonates with other people and then their frequency of vibration shifts it's just like soaking in the rays of the sun you know you go from being cold into the sunshine and your skin gets warm it's the same with frequencies of vibration and you existing in these higher states of awareness and when you resonate at that higher frequency and you're tapping into all your soul awareness <laughs> your clears and everything um because that's part of the process right that's part of the process that's why i'm teaching this is like hello you know um it's part of it is tuning in with not only your physical knowing or physical self and physical senses but with the senses of your soul and it's really um it's part of your journey in my experience it's part of your um way of getting to these higher states of being so uh, obviously <laughs> being titled soul awareness with Constance Mesmer. My work is about being, you know, getting in touch with your soul and the ability of your um, awareness from your soul's perspective. Right. And so um, there's interesting, I, I came up with groupings of interests for the chakras, right? I really felt that on a physical level, the earth chakra and the root chakra had to do with physical connection, right? to like the earth obviously but anyway and then the two chakras that had to do with contractual agreement contracts is the sacral and the solar plexus right and then on an emotional level i feel like the heart chakra and the throat chakra really connect us with emotional levels in regards to wisdom i feel the brow and the crown chakra had to do with wisdom and with spiritual uh, grouping, I would group the higher self and the karmic chakra, right? And then on a universal level, it's cosmic and divine. And then enlightenment is its own thing. And so when I was, um, then also I thought, well, what if I were to group these chakras, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual only? To me, then it would kind of be grouped in threes. On a physical level, the earth chakra, the root chakra, and the sacral chakra are, can be very physical, primal, right? And on an emotional level, it's really the solar plexus, the heart chakra, and the throat chakra. And on a mental level, it's the brow chakra, the crown chakra, and the higher self. This is important to me on the mental level, the brow chakra, the crown chakra, and the higher self, because you are still dappling in the mental. It's, you know, it's layers of consciousness, if you will, and where are you placing your mind's awareness? And definitely you use it with the brow chakra, and I'll be teaching you about how it interacts with the crown chakra and definitely with the higher self, because it's a, until you exist in the state of your higher self awareness, you are working towards it and you are bringing your awareness and your attention from that place or to that place, as opposed to recognizing when you're in your ego mind or your lower self, you know, the lower self, we've talked about this before. The lower self is the part that's like, oh, I can't, I shouldn't, I, I, I couldn't possibly, you know, all those, <laughs> you know, things from the ego that will stop you and half halt you where higher self is like, oh no, this is, I'm doing this. It's for my highest good. It feels right. It's on, it's all systems go it's you know perpetuating joy and love and it's bringing positivity to my life and others right so this higher self talk we'll get there 
And then if I were to group spiritual to three chakras, it would be the karmic chakra, the cosmic chakra, and the divine chakra, obviously. And then, of course, enlightenment would be its own thing. And so when I look to these upper chakras, it really is, we're diving now, we're, 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 we're raising our awareness to spiritual essence and spiritual connection. We're moving away from the body physical into the realms of spirit, right? And into different ways of being uh, in conscious spaces. I hope that makes sense. It's interesting. I told my buddy Russ the other day, I was like, we were chatting and I was like, you know what? I really want to be contacted. I really should probably take the time to research to see if anyone is doing research on brainwaves and states of consciousness, especially for mediums and psychics. And um, when we do our work and when I, you know, take myself to a mystical state and union with the divine, I would just love to see that on the, <laughs> the on the uh, little graph of, you know, how is that, what's happening in the brain or what's happening in the mind or what's happening um, with the body to the body in regards to the spiritual connection and movement. I just think that would be fascinating. So <laughs> yeah, another thing for another day at another time, right? We all have those things that we want to be like, Oh, I wonder what that's about. And that's one of mine. It's like, let's see this lot, you know, what's the science what's happening scientifically. I'm always fascinated by that. And I love chatting with my friend Russ because he allowed me to be one of his readers for his book, The Six Principles of Enlightenment and Meaning of Life. His name is Russell Anthony Gibbs. You can check it out. And then the subsequent follow-up books that he wrote. Um, they're very captivating and interesting. And he's done a lot of research throughout his life in the various religions and um, channel material and stuff like that. And I think you might find it interesting if that's something that you're drawn to. Um Anyway, so we have these fabulous conversations and I, uh, we always have a good laugh with <laughs> when it comes to consciousness and consciousness expansion. I'll be sure to leave a link in the show notes in regards to where you might find his books. He also wrote a book called The Principle of Oneness and also The Principle of Manifestation. We've always had these great conversations. I think it's important to have conversations of spiritual nature or um, soul expansion nature with friends, right? I remember it was Russ when I first moved to Martha's Vineyard and I was like, listen, I don't think there's anybody here that is in align with what I do or want to do for work. And it was before I started my work. I said, I don't think there's anybody really spiritually astute here. And he goes, oh, there's people spiritually astute everywhere. Now it was because I just thought people would think I was, you know, a little wacky because of being able to see spirit and everything. And I just was like, golly, who, where's my tribe? Where's my tribe? But he was right. He flew out from Chicago for a, a he said, I want to visit you. We're going to have a dinner party. We're going to invite your friends, to, like even my close friends that I'd never spoken to it about, like what I really did. Cause back then I was waiting tables and he goes, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up the conversation. And we did, we started, it was so fabulous. We started having great conversations with all these people. And I was like, Oh my God, I've been hanging out with my tribe and we just never had these conversations. Right. And so, um, it was fascinating. One thing led to another and then I opened up my business and the rest is history. But I think it's important to have these spiritual conversations with your friends, right? And be willing to go there and be willing to um, bring up the subject of higher conscious living or divine consciousness or tapping into your higher self-awareness or, um, you know, so as we get into 
as I get into discussing these different layers of awareness with you or these different levels of awareness with you, I'll encourage you to have conversations with friends as you're working to try out this way and form of expanded awareness. Because that's really what we're supposed to be doing is is evolving as humans, right? And so the goal is to just bring a ton of people with you, right? Right, 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 right. It's better for all of us. So as we head into the upper chakras, let me see if I can say this right without really being too offensive to anyone. If you realize that interactive experiences with others can trigger various chakras of yours because they're always like, if you will, collecting data, (laughs) you know, like you're breathing without even trying to breathe. Your chakras are collecting data and experiences and they're being triggered by experiences. And, you know, sometimes that's when our self-esteem has been hit. We, our solar plexus and our stomach might feel awful or off or whatever. Um, or if you're really in a loving relationship, your heart is on fire, right? Both energetically and physically and stuff like this. So um, as we move into the upper chakras, I um, want to say that it really is about taking the time to uh, let go of belief and um, belief patterns that uh might need to drop away while you experience higher states of consciousness and higher states of being. Um, You know, you, you, I think the first step in people talking to spirit realm or believing that they can see auras or, you know, melding and meshing and really resonating with the tree or the planet or breathing with the, you know, with the, the ocean or whatever. The first step there is, believing that you actually can. And so I'm going to be asking you to drop away the disbelief. Remember when I said three blocks to psychic development or spiritual development and my work of spiritual development, um, fear, disbelief, and over-eagerness. And so I'm going to ask you to drop away the d- disbelief and just, you know, let all those things take a back seat. I'm not going to, I'm only just going to expand your consciousness. I'm not going to, you can stay with your religion or whatever suits you. And I'm definitely not that. This is not a religion. This is a way of, uh, of, of being in the world where you're fully present, not just physically, but, um, and not just emotionally and mentally, but also spiritually on a, on a soul essence, if you will. And so, um, I'm really excited about these, um, upper chakras and discussing them with you and telling you what I've found. I hope you've enjoyed our time together as I've um, discussed kind of our look ahead into the upper chakras and the fact that they have a lot to do with soul expansion and human evolution and psychic soul spiritual awareness. And I'm excited that we're about to embark on this journey together through the upper chakras because as I've always said and always will say, you know, your soul awareness is the best way to navigate your life and your experience. It's a more full vision of what's occurring. And I know that it's also uh, a, an active and interactive way to engage with others and with the entire world. And I've always known the world would be a much better place if people were to 
tune in to their soul awareness and allow that to um, be their primary way of paying attention to their world. It's the part of you that can lead and tap you into your higher self and your divine consciousness and your connectedness to all that is. So thank you for sharing this time with me and thank you for your desire to learn and expand your own soul's awareness. And thank you wholeheartedly for tuning in. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. It's been an honor to share with you. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.